please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss each of the national treasures, cinematic masterpieces, his life, and we try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character this week. Nicholas Cage has thrown a lot of films at us. We were just coming off a of Dog Eat Dog and Snowden. Then we got this bomb, the Indianapolis bomb. We know you can tell what's the bomb. You count the B-movie actors and asylum film level of special effects. The thing about these films, sometimes they end quickly, sometimes they don't. Sometimes these films roll over two hours and then, uh, and then you start hollering and screaming and hoping for the credits, but they never come. You know, by the 50-minute mark, we saw our first shark in this film. 54 minutes, saw a shark leap out of the water. Lamest thing I've ever seen. Till it kept going for another hour. Young man, Mario Van Peebles made this. Son of Melvin Van Peebles. I don't know why he made it. Money, women. All I know is this film came out October the 14th, 2017. Sorry, 2016. 40 million went into it. 2.1 million came out of it. And we watched it. The dancing, the singing, the sharking, the whole damn thing. My name's Donnie, and I'll never watch USS Indianapolis Men of Courage again. <laughs> you got city hands, <laughs> Mr. Donnie. <laughs> <We're drinking. laughs> well, gee whiz, I'm a 1940 sailor, or Adrian. <laughs> well, so Adrian. <laughs> My name is Linda, but this week... I'm a salty cheese dog. <laughs> and we have awesome guests. Hey! Hey! Hello. Explain <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> well, my name be Benson, and I sailed on many a ship back in the 19... Not the 1900s, the 1400s. <laughs> and I'm now... You're only off by a few off. hundred years there. I know. <laughs> Counting's hard for a pirate. Miles. <laughs> but this is what they all talk like at sea. Of course, yep, yep. And my name is Sam. <laughs> and I have an unhealthy obsession with Benson's nipples. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> you stay away from my nipples. Never! They're my nipples. It's my treasure. <laughs> Wait, did we watch Treasure Island or did we watch? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. No, we watched Cutthroat. <laughs> because I'm Gina Davis. Yes. So finally, I suppose I'll go then. My name's Adam. I'm going to avoid the uh, the stupid accent, and um, I am definitely going to be sending you an invoice for the two hours of this movie. <laughs> As well as your right. <laughs> Mr. Van Peebles owes us all. Is that an invoice for time? You're going to charge them time. Yeah, yeah, time. Time is money. You know, they do say that, don't they? People say that. He's going to char- He's going to find them for the defamation of sharks. Defamation? <laughs> the defamation. The deformation of sharks. The deformation of sharks. Do you know what, though? Do you know what? I went into this film thinking I was going to absolutely hate it. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Met expectations. Exactly. <laughs> 
I think the it will show into a false sense of security. It starts quite good. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Good. It's a historic film. <laughs> and then it goes on for like two hours of... <laughs> oh, you, you like that clip from Red Tails at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but wait. Donnie, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about a movie where sharks, apparently British sharks, go before the magistrate to talk about deformation. Where sharks evolved from men? It's just not right. <laughs> So we, we, we told Benson that we were coming on this show and we've got to watch this film, which is all about semen. And uh, I, I think yeah, in the end, bought, he's he just been, Yeah, I think in the end, we just let him down. Sorry, Benson. It's all right. I, I made up for it after. Hold up, William. <laughs> you you watch, watch Takashi McKay's uh, USS Indianapolis, Man of Courage, instead. <laughs> well, at first, I, because I, was, I definitely downloaded it legally. Uh, I was watching a uh, half English, half Spanish version of so random scenes returned to Spanish. Now, I was like looking through the history books thinking, when did they highly invest in American Navy men uh, Spanish? And it turns out they didn't. And it was just. <laughs> I think that could only be an improvement because that means you wouldn't understand some of this dialogue. Oh, my God. It, it was really good in Spanish. I, the, the, the Spanish chart, <laughs> especially. El <laughs> Chumpo! <laughs> <laughs> You're coming so are, in my waters. Are are we all drinking for this one? Yes. 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 I'm drinking right. like permanently, so I suppose. Okay, permanently. Okay. Well, I'm. I I drink a little less these days, so I I, I expect to become slightly affected. I'm having a 24 ounce of Steel Reserve High Gravity because my shit be classy like that. Lovely. That is I have classy. no idea what that is. <laughs> they probably don't let you have like, that ningua either. No. Definitely oh, I'm not. sure they've got their own equivalent. This is like the oh. first freaking 40 ounce I bought because I, I want the cheapest crap they have. Like, well, oh, for a buck yeah. and a quarter, you can have this. Like, oh, oh right. yeah, it's a special brew. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it'd be like special brew. Are we still talking <laughs> about Sunny Delight? <laughs> yes, yes, obviously. Right, okay, cool. <laughs> that, that's for special <laughs> occasions. <laughs> I've got a, a 1984 vintage of uh, Flower Style. Sunny Delight. <laughs> <laughs> I might crack it out for such a special occasion. Mm, yeah, it's quite. <laughs> lovely with an orange peel. And it's got a, a nice nose on it. <laughs> I find a lovely... Blue Boone's Farm pairs well with Cage's Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're actually not even talking about the movie. We're just talking about letters we're writing and reading them aloud before telling someone else to deliver them for us. We had a lovely brunch at the Battle of Antietam. Very, very confusing scene was that one. I didn't yeah, know right. I'm like, is he's he talking cage, to someone or himself yeah. or his letter or the page? What, yeah, or a card? Yeah. I understand that. It, like, normally like you that. get like a voiceover as if he was speaking it in his head. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking out loud, <laughs> yeah. talking to the letter. I didn't understand what was going on. That, that I was wondering if she was imaginary. No, his I, wife I'm, thinking, I'm thinking that wasn't well. shot for this movie. They told Cage he was going to get to be Alfie, and and so he tried to do a talk <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> Honestly, it makes more sense if it's it's just that awkward moment, like in the '90s when everyone had the little Bluetooth in their ear, and you're like, "Are are you uh, talking to me? Or are you on the phone? <laughs> like, you're looking at me as you're talking. What do you want me to say? <laughs> you too can be a schizophrenic." <laughs> I think a lot of you have missed the, the point saying he was talking to the paper. He was clearly talking to the pen. 
Yeah. <laughs> in hope that the yeah. pen would then write something. Maybe the uh, whole how, how you all mix that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, so secret lover was it was his nice fat pen, and at the last moment when he thinks he's gonna die, it's like it's like Annabelle. I want to be with you forever, and then he puts it in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can put a pen in all kind of orifices. You don't know what kind that's of true. fan fiction he's writing at night with that. He was writing when he found out it was something. <laughs> like, this is where my dreams come I missed the scene where he puts the pen in his ass. Was that in the deleted scene? <laughs> Spanish edit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you Spanish. missed it because it was well, just in Spanish. Yeah. They also took out the scene where he goes back to visit the the scene where it, it sunk and then or sank. Shit. And then he like goes over the side and he shits out the pen over the side <laughs> into the water. <laughs> and the pen That's then flies the into the submarine. <laughs> so, you're, you're, you're thinking too good. You're you're thinking Titanic. I was thinking tough guys don't dance. I thought he was going to finally read the letter and realize the, the truth about the singing and go, oh man, oh god, oh man, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, um, this no. is the USS Indianapolis. Yeah, and <laughs> Easily the longest title we've done yet. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you get the Killer Rabbit boys on. I'm sorry about that. Never apologize. Decide a week. Johnny, did you want to tell our viewers at home, our listeners, uh, if, if this movie had a plot? <laughs> it didn't. I mean, it was some really. Oh, God. Just some shit. It's, it's, like, it's kind of like what happens if you had a plan and you started shooting stuff to make a historical film. But then someone did some cocaine off of the film and it got destroyed. <laughs> so you only had elements left. And then you decide to let a high school do your special effects for you and just fill <laughs> the rest of the movie with that shit instead of a historical film. Because, I mean, this, this is supposed to be about the Indianapolis, which was a ship in World War II that had a lot of good things that it used to do and was a very tough freaking ship that delivers the bomb that ends up helping Hiroshima bomb. the war in World War Two, And nobody knew about it, so it gets hit by two torpedoes. Supposed to have been two, not just one. And the ship sinks. Men were known for the worst shark attack in human history at the time. And, yeah, that's what most people know it from. They mostly know it from that, from Jaws. But otherwise, it really hasn't been done extensively, except for a handful of movies and TV movies that have been done about it. But we're going to completely forget about that because we had to watch this shitty fucking version of that story. <laughs> when you put it like that, though, it sounds brilliant, doesn't it? You've got, so oh, you've got There's ships, so many you've got elements. Torpedoes, you've got sharks, you've got, yeah. you've got atom bombs. You've got you torpedo sharks. You've got atom bombs. <laughs> you've got it's boring as fuck. How did they get all those it's elements like, to make this wait. crap? You know, exactly. you know why? It's an amazing story, but no. it's just so shittily executed. This, 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 this movie is the is the cinematic representation of somebody folding the burrito wrong. Because instead of even layers of ingredients, they got them all. It, like this is the section that only has the rice right here. This is the section that only has the cheese. This is the section that only has lettuce. And then and we're gonna cut it all and only give you half burrito. of it. And all the shit drips down your shirt and ruins your day. <laughs> yeah, they weren't good ingredients to start with, too. So. <laughs> See, that is perfect because I've eaten that burrito. I had to pay for that burrito. 
and it was a bean and cheese. It was a bean and beef cheese burrito, and literally half the burrito was nothing but all the beans, and all the meat was on the other end. I'm like, what the hell? What am I eating? <laughs> you got a vegetarian right. part. And so, so half and half burrito. Yeah. So, so you get you get red tails. You get men in a the room. Then you get a 1940s sailor musical, and yeah, then well, you get shark attacks. Yeah, no, Susie's meets Jaws. That's what she. Got. I've never seen the whole movie, but I've seen I've seen <laughs> clips from the movies that they film, and the Coen Brothers hail Caesar, and all of which yes. are done for yucks. And this movie is trying to play that t- the same shit, striking the same tone for serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've gone uh, almost 20 minutes into this and no one's brought up the delightful racism in this film. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I was going to let that <laughs> out. <laughs> Wait, uh, racism directs towards the Japanese, which is their enemy. Yeah. It's no, there's racism all over this film. It's just yeah. everywhere. The guys the Japanese general's dad, the picture of him, straight yeah. out of some Bruce Lee movie. I was just like, yeah. oh, it's a kill, though, guy. There's flag of sharkism as well. <laughs> the shark is yeah. the only yeah. great the sharkism. There's other sharks. Before we go any further, though, in case you haven't caught it, we're finally, finally joined by Killer Rabbit. Yeah. Yay! Yay. <laughs> this may not be our most organized episode because I'm already having my face go numb. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking idiots. You got to kill a rabbit on the organization goes to shit. Then <laughs> doesn't matter how much you prepared for this. <laughs> well, gonna get of the organization going to shit. This movie was number one in Italy. Well, not number one. In fact, number three what? behind Spider-Man: Homecoming and War for the Planet of the Apes. Really? Oh, God, God they really had nothing came out that far ago. In the Italian box office, he beat out the teen drama Before I Fall and the Chips movie. Okay, oh, well, that explains it. I was going to ask, was there nothing else? <laughs> what else was on, yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't number one. No, no, no. But uh, it, it did, there actually was a brief U.S. theatrical uh, release, apparently, but it was just for Veterans Day. So this did not have to <laughs> release in American theaters, because why would it? Yeah. It didn't please them as much as Battleship, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it was I a mean... Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, two of the actors were in Battleship too. So I'm not surprised. There's some. Well, this is well, well, Donnie mentioned Mario Van Peebles here, son of Melvin, and and yeah. uh, Mario's son is in this. Uh, Mandela Van Peebles. Yes. Uh, he plays Theodore the poet. But uh, Mario Van Peebles, you may remember his screen debut where he plays young Sweet Sweetback in Sweet Sweetback's badass song. Yeah. <laughs> he gets on the woman and transforms into his father. <laughs> We also have uh, some returning cage people here too from uh, bringing out the dead. Oh, yeah, 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 right, right. Because we, Mister Mister Sizemore, poor Mister Sizemore from from uh, from Wind Talkers, uh, who by the way was in and out of rehab uh, all throughout the, this century and was getting in between various allegations and being sued by people whose allegations have been thrown out of the court. Perfect time to film something. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of movie stars will get on on like ecstasy, you know, or the or, or coke or heroin. But Tom Sizemore got onto meth. Wow, <laughs> the classiest of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think of like you've been in Oscar-winning movies. Why are you doing meth for the love of God? <laughs> it's always such, I can't help it. As my ex's new boyfriend said, I'm a recreational meth user. To be honest, this film drove me to meth, so... (laughs) (laughs) USS Indianapolis, not even once. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie on meth. This is your brain on USS Indianapolis. <laughs> let, let me take a minute to, 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 to illuminate some of the talent behind the camera, though. Because <laughs> uh, uh, there were two screenwriters, uh, one of whom was Cam Cannon, who wrote A Haunting at Silver Falls, which sucks. Um <laughs> And the other screenwriter was writer-producer Richard Riondo Del Castro, who uh, produced Jake Rage. Really yeah, he, he did Rage, the, the Cage movie we did before this, which oh, is probably no. the worst Jesus. movie ever made. Oh. And like this one is filmed in Alabama. <sighs> a brilliant place to make a film. It, it, yeah, yeah. Plenty of men. Well, and it has Thomas Jane. Yeah, he's on uh, in there. Yeah, yeah I, did, I didn't recognize uh, any of the actors in this at all. No, no, no. Ah, Nicholas He was in it. Yeah, he was in the Spanish edition, but he's uh, only visible when you're on there. Well, you know, maybe if he opened it, it's midway through. You'd be like, "Who's this old fat bastard who kind of looks like Nicholas Cage?" <laughs> Well, Thomas Jane was married to Patricia Arquette from 2006 to 2011, so for five years and one month. And Nicolas Cage was married to Patricia Arquette from 1995 to 2001, so six years and one month. And uh, that makes them Eskimo brothers, or as yeah. they call them in uh, Stolen, Milk Brothers. I thought that was Rage, where it was Milk Brothers. Was it? I don't. I, think, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I yeah. We're, we're, we're I think fucking right. trapped in rage right now, which is the stupidest <laughs> fucking movie ever. But if you listen to our episode on rage, like basically, it was it was. I it have was listened like, to that. You, okay, so yeah, that's that's the one where there's no fucking hope. There's no fun to be had. No. It's just fucking no. torture. Much like this week's movie. <laughs> <laughs> So much happened, and yet so much didn't happen. <laughs> so we would have happened. Like, we were all talking on WhatsApp about it because we, we've all been watching it over the last couple of days, and oh, all of us have sent a message through saying, oh, "How is it still going?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> when will it end? Yeah, it's like, like this is going to be ending soon. Yeah, just just end. I imagine when you get when to I purgatory, you watch this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started it. What's showing in the waiting that. room? Then the interviews, then the credits start, hours. then there's photos then, oh. beside the credits. Oh, yeah. It just never, there's just no point. <laughs> never like, ends. I, it was horrible. Oh, let's, let's, let's have a look at how similar the I just stopped it right after Nick Cage blows his brains out. I'm like, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> just a really yeah, nice cherry yeah. on top of the film on it. Really yeah. good ending. Well, you could have got behind. He killed himself. The same thing. <laughs> I did, yeah. Really missing some <laughs> final <laughs> element. What should we do <laughs> to the <laughs> page? Just in case this movie wasn't bad enough, him. kill yourself. <laughs> There was, there was a shark behind her going, get all yours out. <laughs> <laughs> it started okay, awesome. though. It started all right. Yeah, you, think, like, you think it started no. okay? I, I don't know. Like, I don't the, know. The, the, 
Well, the there was, bit, the there was a Wilhelm scream in the first two minutes, oh, and I thought, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm here for this. Oh, you, I only you were really encouraged. watch films for the sound effects and the foley, and the, there was a Wilhelm scream, and I'm like, I'm, I'm down yeah, for this. Yeah. And then every time there was a submarine on screen, whether it was outside or inside, you got the little pingy sonar noise as the well, just, just in case you hadn't realised <laughs> it was a submarine <laughs> yeah, the by the fact that it's a submarine. The you know. I love those little audio cues. <laughs> it really helped me. I was like, what the fuck's that thing floating in the water? It was hard to look at how quickly it I love the fucking the uh, and the music from like the first half. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait, oh, wait. The, the music, the music. Do you do you like the bit where the sailors come over to the house and they think looks like Terra, even though it doesn't? And then they put on a phonograph <laughs> yes. of jazz, which somehow comes in with crystal fucking clarity, even though it's on yes. a fucking ceramic record. before we get back to what linda was saying i i god this just really pinches my nipples in a bad way but like i'm all about that i'm all about calm down calm down how can how can a toy submarine in the water for das boot looks so much better than what the fuck we saw in this movie <laughs> I, my personal favorite bit of uh, effects was when the submarine came out of the water without disturbing any of the water around it and then submerged again within about five seconds because that's how it works yeah, that's a Klingon submarine right there. It's got the cloaking device. <laughs> that's it. Even the water doesn't know it's there. No, it doesn't. There's no idea. We're hidden from the water, but not from human eyes. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a Michael Moorcock submarine. Yeah. <laughs> you know the bit that... thing, too. Oh, God, yeah. Well, in the alley with all the semen. <laughs> the semen alley. That's for Cage's kiss after dark. <laughs> I lost your wedding ring in semen alley. What? <laughs> somebody, somebody lost your wedding ring in my ass. I was gonna say I didn't know whose it was, but I could feel whose it was. Ring. <laughs> Honestly, the love story was not as four star as just eye rollingly horrible as it was in Pearl Harbor. I was gonna yeah, so. three hours of love story. Pearl Harbor's got a romantic film. We got off light <laughs> compared to Pearl Harbor. Big <laughs> <Faint> praise. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, talking about the special effects, the one that annoyed me, so the lowering the crit into the boat, the, the nuclear oh, bomb oh. crit, atomic bomb. Why did that yeah. have to be CGI? Why couldn't they just film yeah. an actual <laughs> bomb <laughs> getting lowered get a into a metal right? hole? Why couldn't they just use yeah. the shot over again from Wishmaster or the Relic because it just looked like it was? <laughs> I just... I just and if you're going to do it CGI, then make it look like an actual box instead of a cartoon image that pulls you out. But everyone in the movie is riveted by the welding going on behind them as they're talking about the atomic bomb. Shooting off sparks onto their carpet. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most inconspicuous place to do it whilst they're having a conversation about the contents. Let's so, uh, secret device, huh? It's not about that Manhattan Project that nobody knows about, is it? Wink, no, wink, nothing to do with that. Don't react well to bullets. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to see here. Definitely not a bomb. <laughs> I repeat, it is not a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wink. 
I think my favorite part in the whole movie was when the the one of the sailors is throwing up over the side of the raft. Oh God! And the shark yeah. just comes up. And that was great. <laughs> the is that shark ate vomit. It was about <laughs> to eat the whole guy, but somehow it's just worse that the shark ate his vomit. <laughs> that was another thing. Sharks with like a lot of sharks. <laughs> With each shark attack, they use the exact same <laughs> yeah. stock image of a shark in like the Discovery Channel. And it, it's then a little bit, some bubbled water yeah. with blood and then a scream. It was the and <laughs> they used the, the exact same three clips mm-hmm. on every yeah. shark attack. That's all they could afford. Apparently <laughs> it was actually with a mechanical uh, shark that they had it's created no specifically for this. Well, may- maybe there was, and maybe <laughs> there wasn't, but it wasn't on set with the sailors. I think is so. The thing is, is, is well, yeah. okay. What, well, I don't think no. The shark coming out of the water with the with the face that was CGI. I think I think the mechanical one's the one that's always swimming around next to him, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. hi, shark." So like, "Oh, hey, look at the shark." Oh God, there's no glass. <laughs> maybe they'd be <laughs> eaten by here. sharks less if their freaking lifeboats w- weren't bottomless. Look at all the things. I was, uh, I was very grateful for in the film is that they helped set the scene by talking about sharks prior to the. It's a really good job. The whole hour before the shark attack. Yeah, yeah. It's like boys, this message is going to be a success. I have a pigeon, and we're going to have really good luck. By the way, sharks. It's not a pigeon. It's a dove. No, it's not a pigeon. <laughs> oh, he's so, he was so burnt about that. He was so burnt about oh, he, that. He probably took that to heart, didn't he? He, he did, thought that yeah. was a dub for 13 years. As soon as and that guy said that, he was like, I fucking hope you get bitten by a shark. You're going to get fucking eaten. After that, though, he went off He went off messaging the Japanese. He was like, this bastard here. Look at these fuckers. When they got hit by the torpedo, you get to see the shark magazine just floating around. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you forgot, we're going to be here soon. There was a bit of foreshadowing as well, wasn't there, with the jaws? It kind of zoomed out and there was like some, some, <laughs> there was some shark jaws that yeah. came into focus. I got a picture of that. Uh, if you want to see it, listeners, you can go to uh, cageskiss.com forward slash listen. Because I, I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck this shit. Fuck this <laughs> shit so hard. Are you include pictures from the Spanish cut where it shows the sharks with the shark porn magazine? It was, it, it was almost as if they knew that the film was so dull and boring that they kept just dropping little hints like, there's some sharks coming, guys. Seriously, there's some sharks coming. It's going to get good. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to miss yeah, sharks. Quickly, we in. decided to portray these events in order. So let's assure the audience that the boat will sink later. <laughs> if you're here for shots, um, then come in, folks. You, you know, I mean, most most historic in his, historic event movies like this, where the buildup will begin with a little bit of the event, like if it's about a murder, it will begin on the murder, and then you'll get the movie yeah. to get to the murder. Yeah. You know, or you think they'd begin I with this? I'm wondering how we got this situation. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, freeze frame is like, oh, I bet you're wondering what a captain like me is doing in a place like this. The other day, did it, did it. yeah, no. And, and I think I think that's why you get the red tails clip at the beginning. You're like, action, adventure, cage. 
Who said <laughs> to transport the atomic bomb? I think we should get that badass guy from Con Air. Bitchin', bitchin'. Yeah, and instead <laughs> all you get is him floating around paddling himself on a life. Oh, it looks yeah. so funny when he yes. paddled himself. Yeah, the tiny little. Yeah, yeah, the tiny little. <laughs> oh, it emasculated him so much. <laughs> I'll 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 like a hero with this tiny little Fisher Price paddle. What happened to the? You so you remember at one one part the uh, the kind of paddle off to an island, four of them yeah. in a in a raft. Did they ever show back up? Or are they yeah, still all of them yeah. turn back, and one of them's oh, alive, wait, and the wait, guy, the dick in the middle's gone. Uh, yeah, actually, he got shot. Island, I was confused because I couldn't watch the movie all in one setting. I just yeah. remember the one sunburned guy being like, "We are fun island. I'm in charge now. I hate <laughs> people and people who yeah, are I black. Remember, I confused I hate you." Yeah, that confused me too because I'm like, yeah, the captain's dead. I'm like, what? What? It's like, did, did yeah. Cage just paddle off into the sunset? What, what the <laughs> fuck happened here? You know, when he, when he paddled off, why didn't they all go together? Why did Cage leave yeah. those two in the other right. raft to go and find other people? I know, they were that portable raft. Ra- 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 move. Ra- yeah, it seems that people didn't realize these rash moves because they kept floating away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the movie didn't make it, didn't didn't really portray it too well because like it keeps showing the ocean just like at the same angle with guys just sort of hanging out like what, what's probably right at the beach. <laughs> hanging out. And so it's like, so are these guys near each other just, or not? Or just hanging out in the ocean. Stand up, yeah. you know? Play harmonica. <laughs> Car- carving, a a piano, a piano. carving a piano into the side of the raft way to go crazy by destroying your own raft got to the island and had an affair with Harvey Keitel and his daughter was mad <laughs> I have to make the uh, controversial statement of the, the episode uh, all white sailors look the same so I kept getting confused. I was yeah, like, I, I, when they got a bit muddy and like sooty and that, you, you couldn't tell yeah. anyone apart. Oh, well, there wasn't one white sailor who got burned in the engine room, so he's in permal blackface. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, oh, cool. your face got burned off, but that looks hilarious. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Is this insensitive? <laughs> well, no, wait, well, Linda, you can't charge the movie with being racist. It's by Mario <laughs> Van Peebles, the director of New Jack City and the star and of Saucy. And, po- and I saw by the way, uh, Mario Van Peebles actually was in uh, the Cotton Club with Cage yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, well, so well, thanks for mentioning that because we got James Rebar back, who was yep. who was Dutch yeah. Schultz at the Cotton Club thirty two fucking years before this. I can't believe we've been, we've gone through over thirty years of fucking Cage, but uh, no, James Rebar. If you if you didn't know, he was Ajax in the Warriors, and he was Gans in Forty Eight Hours. So and uh, and he was and he was uh, Christopher Lambert in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh God, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I love him. When, uh, when he was talking about the movie, Cage said. One of my first loves is the ocean. And you ever like notice this pattern of his? Like whenever he's talking about why he did a movie, it's always my first love is the I always wanted to be in horror. I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to yeah, and it's wait, wait, it's always so, the, so same. the interviewer is like Mr. Cage, why on earth did you do, do, do USS Indianapolis Men of Courage? And he pulls out his acoustic guitar and he goes, Well, it's not far down to paradise. At least it's not for me. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> down in the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my dream has always been to do a movie that took place at sea, and I haven't been able to get that to happen yet. I almost did a picture with Ron Howard called The Sea Wolf. That didn't work out. And let me tell you, I need to see the fucking sea wolf now because I'm I'm hoping that it's like some lycanthrope movie, <laughs> like, like a, a mermaid wolf. Not <laughs> forget that Ron Howard did The Missing, among others. So uh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, he almost did The Perfect Storm too, apparently, but oh, uh, he oh, said that oh, didn't work out. Dear so fucking I was getting God. really frustrated. <clears throat> I wanted to play Captain Nemo in Twenty Thousand Leagues <laughs> Under the Sea. He just I, wanted I, to be. He's surrounded by semen, and he finally. You know, Cage had a built-in explanation to do the asylums thirty thousand leagues under the sea, and didn't do it. What the fuck? That should have happened. Contracted to little semen. (laughs) (laughs) Nine of semen. One hundred semen, or I'm not doing a film. Yeah, you need 20 semen or I'm not coming for this. <laughs> I, don't ever get I out need a music number. And <laughs> yeah. so, so, speak, speaking, speaking of all the pearly white semen in this week's film. Yeah. <laughs> so you get, you, get, you get the part where D'Antonio and, 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 his, and his buddy there, Bama, uh, they, they go to the mansion. Of, of the guy's girlfriend, oh, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he walks yeah. in and he says, hey, d- oh, gee whiz, this man is just like in that movie. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Gee, hootin' nanny. Hootin' thunk it. And, and the old guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about, young man. And it's like, this is 1945. Gone with the Wind was the highest grossing, still is the highest grossing movie ever. Nobody hasn't heard of Gone with the Wind, you fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking made up shit. He just didn't like oh. semen coming into his house. I, 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 I really didn't. <laughs> I don't want no semen on my daughter. The <laughs> semen on the furniture. I don't want it here. Too late, he got her in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. yeah, they got her yeah, in trouble. Know, they, every time the sailors are, are, are in port, you know, they're always dancing or they're fighting, and it looks like they're dancing, like fucking West Side Story shit. Yeah, <laughs> put them up. Put them up. <laughs> so, this is this is this is like what Bobby Jones' stroke of genius. This is your squeaky clean biopic. It's like, gee whiz, you know, it was neat when everything was Jake, the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking oh. of uh, Bama, uh, it was played by Matt Lanter, and apparently his grandfather was a survivor of the uh, Indianapolis. Well, I thought you were going to say it was played by Bam Margera. Yeah, he just did not survive the movie. There's a few people in um, Band of Brothers. They had a few people that were yeah. grandsons and things of uh, people who survived World War II. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I had a grandpa in the Korean War, but this movie isn't about that, so. <laughs> there was one touching touching scene at the end of the film. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, with the, with the Japanese guy. Just for, just, yeah. just for like, yeah, yeah, just for like yeah. two minutes, the film showed a little yes. bit of heart. And I felt, yeah. you know, I was I was empathic for a little bit. And then, well, yeah. Yes. N- yeah. Well, I mean, that is, that is one of the more <laughs> unexpected things, right? Because the Japanese commander is one of the more humanized people in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the actual the actual guy is kind of interesting because he actually worked a lot to exonerate McVeigh. Oh yeah, and and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and he actually became a Shinto priest. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, 
But there, there was no but, real but, point where I was rooting for any of the characters. I no. was actually I was actually rooting no. more for the sharks. And I feel yeah. like <laughs> with, it, with it being a historical film of this, you know, tragic event, I felt really bad that I was like, Oh, just eat some more, just go on. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sailor, he's in the water. Get him, get him, get him. Yeah. No, 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 quick, no, no. Yeah, Be interesting. You fellows don't understand. That guy's it's a feature-length like adaptation of Winslow Holman's uh, Salt Kettle. Oh, I'm sorry, what, what were you saying? I was, I was surprised how calm some of them were when they were missing limbs and things, so they were oh, just yeah. kind of sat breath, playing harmonicas. Well, they well, do yeah. call it the Lindy Hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was so but bad. Thing. You don't need both feet to, to do the Lindy Hop or to be a junior G-man. <laughs> Everybody knows your girlfriend just wants to be with me because I dance. <laughs> you see, there was, a, there was obviously what an undertone there. about his dancing? Yeah. When they were dancing and she was talking to that guy, she said something something about the guy. Can anybody remember what that was? I, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I'll get her get in by a shark. Just randomly in the mansion. He's so good at dancing. I hope I don't get eaten by a shark. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it was something. 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 Something like, "Ain't he a cool drink of water?" Yeah. Something like that. Ain't he something? Yeah. 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 Something like that. It was some stupid slang. Like, isn't he just swell? It was something like that. Oh, I need to know what that was now. I'm going to have to watch it again. No! <laughs> I have it running silent in the background, and it's just making me glad this is the last time I will ever I'm see silent. it. Run deep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't care how you do it. You have to sink the Bismarck. So speaking of losing things, Linda, is it time for your segment? Do you really want to talk about that? I do believe it is. <laughs> what's that, what's that segment? God damn it. <laughs> clothes. Oh, clothes off. Um, off. All you get is a stripper with pasties in the club, in like the dark club, which would have never fucking happened back then uh, if there was dancing. But uh, in the beginning, yeah, they're all getting drunk at the club. And I, I don't know if that's the Del Castro or if that's where they're having fun. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know why this Make is sharks. rated R? Sharks? Uh, I might they, they, just, they just rated it out to get more people to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think guess. So. They, they failed. Spielberg's Jaws was rated PG, so yeah. Yeah, yeah they really hit the nail on that with that one. Yeah. I, I got caught by Sam and Adam. I wasn't allowed to talk about Jaws. It's my favorite film of all time, and I was just going to talk about that throughout the whole episode. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Not the idea. Right? You know, it's sort of the elephant in the room because this is clearly only made because, yes. like, hey, what if somebody made a, a movie out of Robert Shaw's speech right there? And it's like his yeah. speech and man with the gl- and the glass booth. It's like, no, Robert Shaw was in Jaws. No, he was in Force 10 from Navarone. Get it right, well, you guys. Cage that said that that was the first he heard about the USS in Indianapolis yeah. is in Robert yeah, Shaw's yeah. monologue. Look how, look how he's, he's segued you all onto Jaws. <laughs> no, no, it's a very interesting monologue. Time. 
You're going to ignore this problem until it swims up and bites you in the ass. It's an awesome scene, too, especially when you... (laughs) It's an interesting moment in the movie, too, in Jawsley's, especially when considering that Robert Shaw was drunk off his ass when he delivered that, too. (laughs) Like, that just made it that much more beautiful. No, then he went back to his trailer, and he and George C. Scott and Marlon Brando, like, like basically drank the whole barrel of booze. You know, like, Peter O'Toole showed up, Oliver Reed... (laughs) I had a question about this movie. Um, when Sizemore's character dies, oh. yeah, um, why did they push his like body over instead of like like feeding him to the sharks rather than just you know eating him? Uh, until the <laughs> resurrection, and the sea will give up her dead. They had yes. a every day. So sailors are known for. But. Dropping semen in the water, so. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I just uh, rewatched Mr. Plankett's review of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, I guess you can't cook uh, Tom Sizemore in the ocean, but, I mean, if one of you fuckers, like, were stranded with me in a raft and one of you died, I'd be eating your ass, literally. Why not try and... In the rub- does that make something <laughs> different over here? Oh. So, so, no. uh, so, fellas, fellas, are we, on both are we sides talking sustenance here? here or <laughs> 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 right, just the brother is so sexual. Yeah. Let's there's talk the, about fanny packs for a while. There's the dramatic <laughs> sustenance because Nicholas Cage, while talking to his wife's photo or us, where the penny yeah. puts in his ass. It's talking about how kamikaze guys, that ain't Jake, because they don't know they're going home. They know they're going to die. Suicide mission. That ain't right. Gee whiz. And then he is immediately sent on a suicide mission. He's, he's like, yeah, that's cool. I'll do that. Yeah. It's, it's not his job to question why. That's what he said. Right. Yeah. I'm a good soldier. Unless it's about Japanese people, then he can question it. But when it seems and unless it's, is, this is this to do with the Manhattan Project? But he's not yeah. questioning. He's not asking yeah. any questions, though. But is yeah. it Manhattan Project? Yeah, it is. Uh, it. Right. <laughs> you know why he didn't kill himself until 1968? Is because he, he found out it actually wasn't the Manhattan Project. It was the Manhattan Transfer. <laughs> it, was, oh, it, was, it, was, it was a train of 45s. Them. The welders behind him should have just been putting up a sign saying, Exposition! <laughs> Red flag! Red flag! Hey, can you Ten tell me about back. sharks? Exposition. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this should this should have this should have been this should have been one of those courtroom drama wraparound movies where where all the all the boat sinking and shark attacks were in flashback. It did turn yeah, into just, a, a courtroom drama at the end, though, and yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's yeah, the point where I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Well, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's going on. You're out of movie that won't fucking end because you went way the fuck over ninety minutes, and it's like my attention is really flagging. Just because the shark attack shit was just like, oh, and then another guy got eaten. And then another guy. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> different about any shark attack. Same Sharks of the Pacific Same versus McVeigh. <laughs> Convening <laughs> trial. <laughs> <they won>. yeah. <laughs> when, when I saw For the deformation of sharks in the <laughs> I can't get around on my own because this McVeigh injured my skin. <laughs> he broke one of my teeth. God damn it. <laughs> he killed my ma, he did. <laughs> he hit me in the eyeball and it hurt a lot. And then I just like went down back the to your 
ass eating. It's like, yes. you're going <laughs> to eat our asses, but you're in the fucking water surrounded by fish and sharks. Yep. If they're going to fight you, fight them <laughs> first. Okay. Sushi. I like sushi. Yeah. Assert your dominance. Yes. Fight the shark. Piss <laughs> on the sharks. This is not a shark. They won't remember. Claim, claim that territory is your own. This is my sea, bitch. Piss all over the shark. You know what, you know what the sailors? You know what this means? It means not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what the sailors should have done, though? You know, once they were out on the rafts, you know, to raise their spirits, since morale was clearly flagging there. Um, they they should have they should have gone back to what they know best. Like in back in San Francisco, they should have had a good old fight. <laughs> it makes their Have dick a hard. Fight with a shark. <laughs> yeah, the fighting yeah. guys would be in friends again. There was no yeah. fighting because they were friends then. They were buddies. Yeah, they had oh. to build some kind of friendship thing storyline. Well, they, they had some of that lame old camaraderie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and we're in the same boat. Literally. Literally. Fighting. Yeah, the, no, the guy's fighting sharks and starts fighting like a great white, like a 15, 20 foot great white. And then they're suddenly <laughs> friends and he's swimming on the back of the shark to an island. He's like, yeah, you're all right. You get to live. There you go. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's well, all they I became. Had, they should have had Slim Pickens in this then, taking his hat off, riding the shark. So, well, what did you that's been, your. I wonder. I bet the, you're wondering how we got here. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been mostly talking about the faceless white people, but what about what about the Theodore character, uh, um, uh, Mandela Van Peebles, the one with the with the book, who writes oh, his book poetry? Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes people feel better book. with his poetry. Yes, dirty book. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's reading it, well, isn't he? To that to that dying guy, and the dying guy. Yeah. Is like, <laughs> seems, seems dying really, guy's got really impressed. He seems really impressed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're going to have to do better than that. And then he says something like, oh, there was a woman in the street. And he's like, oh, that's brilliant. That's the best. Yeah, this chub is going to save your life. <laughs> it's redirecting the blood. I was dying, but after hearing that, I think I'm all right, you know. Let's all just go home. Oh, think I'm sure for listening yeah. to this story. That's why no one was attacked. Bogan lyrics, they could have wanked themselves to shore. More semen in the ocean. Yeah. I feel happy. Speaking of more semen in the ocean, I had to go through a lot of reviews. I mean, a lot. The last two circle acts you've done have been speaking of eating ass and speaking of semen in the ocean. You have no idea how I think that's going to have to be our subtitle, speaking of eating ass. It's going to be the title of my biography. Sorry, Donnie. This is the longest one I found that wasn't about let me tell you how real seamanship is and real oh, history fuck. is. <laughs> there was I know that torpedo hit on the wrong side of the boat. Boo! Yes. <laughs> it's like, this one starts, three stars is generous. This is just so sad. We'll give it USS- two then. 
gave it one. They gave it one. They gave it one. They gave it one star because why would you say three stars? A majority, a majority of the reviews were three star reviews. Okay, right, right. Okay. Okay. That makes it, that got a bit of yeah. <laughs> I was thinking at first too. I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, yeah. there's one and two, right? <laughs> but, yeah. but they go, the USS Sorry. Indianapolis deserved to be a big budget, well done movie, a la Titanic. This is just sad. Such a great story of heroics, and this movie is anything but. The writing and acting are miserable. So the first half is just a series of obviously staged shots. Uh, it's a film, right? Yeah. I was expecting a documentary. This was fictionally acting. Nothing in this movie seems realistic at all, and they are just trying to survive in the water. I don't know where this is shot, but it seems to be shot in a lagoon, not in the open <laughs> sea. Like there are swells. The water just laps like you were in a lake as they are entering the water. You can see everything visible in the ocean. In the ocean, generally, the vision is minimal. The writing and screenplay is mediocre at best. This was truly awful and pretty much unwatchable. I don't enjoy writing a critical review. I just can't recommend this movie. It fails woefully short. I'm wow. sad for him. <coughs> of all the things to pick up on, and they're worried about how much of the sea you can see. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, not see enough that sea? Yeah. <laughs> it is a little distracting, like in open water where it's like they're just they're just beside the boat, right? They're like, oh, we're gonna die out here. We're gonna die. It's like, no, no, just climb back into the boat that's got the camera, man. It's fine. <laughs> I'm upset. Why didn't they just reanimate the corpse of McVeigh? <laughs> they could have not authentic at all. <laughs> well, if they put on trial by the Catholic Church, that's how they would have done it. I mean, minus the reanimating, they would have put a costume on him after he was dead. Next is, this version is more cartoon than movie. It takes away from the tragedy. <laughs> I have come to believe that this, that if Nicolas Cage is in it, it's more farce than fact. It was so obviously fake that I quit watching it. There are better documentations of the tragedies than this garbage. It's comparable to Michael Phelps racing a great white shark. Please do not waste your money on this C-grade movie. It wasn't Cage's fault, though. No, Cage but is the only have... one who you can actually listen to through the entire thing. Yeah. But, yeah. And again, if how can you not... into his pen? How can you not love it and just get a little warmth in your heart when you see him paddling away on his little... I expected it for him to carry on... He paddled off and then he made friends with the show. I don't need this movie. That was national treasure. This is bullshit. Uh, one of my favorite shortest and final ones here was awful human interest backstories, awful physics. A ship weighs quite a bit more than a zero. A hit on the bow won't register on the bridge, not even counting the weight of ocean water it displaces. Cage has been in an unusually high number of terrible films lately. They just they just had to go and bring Cage's movies wait, into wait, this wait. while discussing weight displacement. 
That's actually inaccurate, though. When you think about it, like, this movie is actually the horrible bring down from what was actually a pretty good patch for us. Because we, yeah, we, had, we had roughly three fairly decent Cage movies, and then this. Yeah, yeah he started kind of improving. and Like, like the trust in Doggy Dog, I just straight up like those. And, and Snowden's okay. Hmm. Well, the NSA approves of that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, they are listening. They're our most loyal listeners. Hello. Oh, Hello. <laughs> I have not eaten anybody's ass. Proletarian areas and consorted with the prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Dottie. Do you have any others? Oh God, no! I didn't want to go through any more of that shit because it was literally just littered and littered with "I am a war veteran." I am a veteran yeah, of this. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I was there. I strangled Yamamoto with my own hand. <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I did actually find one. I wish you could have commented to like argue with the people reviewing these because it went from saying "I am a very large historical buff." Also, I'm a Marine. What does size have to do with it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, Linda. It's like the difference between a ship and a boat. God. It's what you do with it. It's how uh-huh. you use it. All right. Uh, all right, do, Eric Clapton. Do you feel like it's time for Adrian's segment? Donnie, oh, Linda, let's go. It's time uh, for sequel. sequel return, return. More. more. Harder. Harder. Oh, harder. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I do have a proposed uh, sequel to USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. <laughs> who asked? <laughs> so, World War II may just have been a sequel itself. Uh, so, uh, But what of McVeigh's further adventures? <laughs> <laughs> His death was ruled a suicide, but we don't know is that he fell victim to the real killers. I propose Zigzag, USS Indianapolis 2, The Shadow Conspiracy. Nicholas Cage <laughs> returns as aged McVeigh, squaring off against the shadowy Admiral Ernest King, who faked his own death so he could continue to do conspiracy stuff. Played here by James Woods. Mario Van Peebles appears as Mandela Van Peebles since that shit's like 20 years later. James McTeague will direct. The truth will rise. Excellent. All right, who else has got one? Beautiful. Well, I, I, I was kind I of a, thinking of a crossover. I've got this, Sam. Crossover? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, I was hoping for a crossover. We're, we're talking USS Indianapolis Jones, where um, <laughs> Indy, goes to, Indy goes to retrieve the, uh, the fabled butt pen from the, uh, from the belly of a shark in the middle of the Filipino Ocean. <laughs> I haven't really thought much else about it because that's only just come to me now. So like, <laughs> it's, it's got okay. legs, right? It's a winner. It's got legs, yeah. It's, it's already going tough. to be better than Crystal Skull. So <laughs> music by Aerosmith. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shit a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not one of their ballads for that one, since it would be pulling the pen out of a corpse's ass. He could play Coney Island Whitefish Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude looks like a shark. <laughs> shark this way. Shark this way. Linda, I, did you uh, have a sequel? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. 
Oh, sorry. You can go ahead. Oh, thank you. So mine was actually going to be following the story of the the Japanese commander um, nice. on his path to becoming the that the, the the wise old Japanese guy with the beard. Can't remember the exact name for it. Um, yeah. so it's nice. actually <laughs> going to lead into. It actually turns out built a sword for a blonde woman who ended up on a mission to kill Bill. So there were several sequels that already <laughs> that killed good, That was good, that one. Challenger sequel, technically speaking. Oh, he turns into Hattori Honto. Yeah, yeah, that's who he is. I was a submarine commander in World War II. I became good, and now I build swords for you. <laughs> I'm not going to do the accent, just to be on the same I, side. I do love <laughs> It's called Doberman oh. Cop. You should all watch it. <laughs> the prequel could be just uh, them building the actual. See, I had an idea for a prequel, um, and it was based around the pigeon and the dove. So I think, I think that, <laughs> that pigeon and dove, that pigeon's had 13 years of being a pigeon slash dove on ships. It's going to have seen some fights. I think that pigeon's got a better story to tell than the rest of this movie. And it's got a fucking identity crisis as well. You're not one of us. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you give <laughs> that to, to Pixar or whatever, that, that movie will win Academy Awards. They'll be like, oh, it's a metaphor for being trans. It's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> the Guardians of the, the Indianapolis. Pixar movie. <laughs> But if, if you make it about the I'm building of the ship, do you have to call it Elvis Costello's USS Indianapolis? Um, for my idea, I have, and I'm I'm sorry. Um, like I actually put some thought into it this time. Um, okay. All right. Every year, one of the survivors, uh, surviving sailors, goes back with a ship armed with nautical weapons and dynamite, ready to eradicate the sharks to avenge his fallen friends. <laughs> When, when Nanoe returned home from his rumspringa with the sharks of the Yellow Sea to find his family and his whole shiver gone, because as it turns out, a group of, of sharks is called a shiver. Go figure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he uh, finds them all gone, save one. With her dying breath, his baby sister told Nanoe about the sailor and the horrors he had committed upon their brethren. Nanoe swore vengeance upon the sailor and all of his kind. He traveled back to the Yellow Sea and sought out the elder of the Shiver. He told her of the tragedy that had befallen his Shiver and begged her to train him to be a warrior. For years he trained. He committed himself to getting stronger, bigger, becoming a formidable foe. When at last he upturned his first barge alone, they both knew he was ready. For years he traveled from sea to sea, helping other Shivers and learning from them. In turn, he gathered the intel he needed. The location of his enemy. Nanawe traveled to the beaches of Amity, ready to reap his revenge. Linda, it sounds like you, you, you kind of accidentally legend of Titanic there. Now you need a giant cute octopus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, um, yeah, in my version, he goes on to uh, Jaws, and uh, he's also King Shark, so... Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the the Jones. But we know what happens at the end of Jaws, so. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> or do we? <laughs> You're not going to turn evil, are you, Anakin? Maybe I should be. <laughs> Donnie, did you have one? 
Uh, uh, <laughs> um, semen. I'll just, yeah, semen. <laughs> Musical. Uh, it's called the drizzling. Yeah. Oh God. All right, I got it. I can pull this out of my ass. Um, like a pen. Why not, yes. <laughs> This is going to be the space space battleship Indianapolis. <laughs> it's the year's fifty thousand twenty eight dash one. All right, Nicholas Cage is the captain of the space battleship Indianapolis. He has an eye patch because why not? And unlike the original Indianapolis, which carried death, this carries life. It's going to carry the Genesis weapon. Bomb, which can detonate <laughs> on a planet and give it life. Yeah, so, life, life bomb. Life <laughs> yes, yes, ex- exactly. I heard so of those. they <laughs> carry like their payload. Bomb. They deliver it to a lifeless planet, but they come under attack by the evil diesel bots from Gordon, and yeah. they happen to lose their ship, and they're all floating very precariously close to the fuck. The aquatic belt of the moon of Hundari, (laughs) which, as people know on Hundari, it's filled on their aquatic belt with space sharks. So (laughs) Hundari space sharks are attacking the survivors until a rogue spaceship comes by and picks them up. And that's that's all going to be anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With digital love behind it, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Perfect. Rescue that. Perfect. Right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Let's From go. my ass to you. <laughs> Everything sounds real funny. Uh, yeah. Do you have a face off? Uh, yes. All right. Let's hear it. Out with well, it. Well, I How want this be- to be really gritty. And I want the shark attacks to be really bloody. So just amp up the drama, amp up the seriousness of all this shit going on. And this will be the cast. For Mike, we have Kermit the Frog. Clara is Miss Piggy. Brian is Gonzo. Lieutenant Adrian Marks is Sam Eagle. McWhorters is Rolf the dog and Captain McVeigh is Fozzie Bear. (laughs) And I want them to be the Muppets, but I want it to be like the Muppets thinking they're in a Muppet movie until the blood and gore starts coming in with the shark attacks and they realize this is a serious shit. So as I get torn up. And and, and then people keep saying, keep saying, I suck your dick. Yes, <laughs> that's why you'll have like Mike talking to Brian, like I want you to marry Clara. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know if I do that. It's like you're bleeding, Kermit. Like I know, please. <laughs> I so hellaciously have a face off. Let's hear it. All right, so this is a 1978 version directed by Ted Kotcheff and shot by Andrew Laszlo with a screenplay by William Goldman. You know, so it won't suck. So for Theodore, uh, I have uh, when turned this bride, right? What? And, um, uh, come on, man! Bride <laughs> and Marathon uh, Man and, and all yeah. the presidents, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. So for Theodore, I have Glenn Turman, who would also do the narration. For McVeigh, I would have Paul Newman. Uh, for McHorter, I would have Ernest Borgnine. For Lieutenant Adrian Marks, I would have Malcolm McDowell. For Bama, I would have Carl Weathers. For D'Antonio, I would have Calvin Lockhart. And for Admiral Parnell, I would have Richard Widmark. Uh, this version would be 30 minutes shorter. 
Theodore would recount the whole thing poetically in flashback while witnessing McVeigh's trial. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. But that's nice. I wanted to fix it. <laughs> that's not what it happened. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> da, 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 da. Do any of you guys uh, have any uh, face so off? I, Is I there had any? to do homework on that. <laughs> I had a face-off, so I wanted, I wanted to I wanted to change the full direction of the movie here. <clears throat> so you know the chef who spits in that dude's food? Mm. Yeah. He, he played by. Okay, so he, we're going to recast him with Chris Tucker, and then we're going to take Nick Cage, and we're going to recast him with Jackie Chan, and we've got Rush Hour on the boat. Oh, God. You know, Rush Hour Jackie Chan just knocking out some sharks, and that's going to be bad by this film. It's so much okay. better. Rush Hour is <laughs> <laughs> that's so, yeah, so that that goes to some sort of like final showdown where they've trained the sharks and the dude on the submarine comes up and it's Jackie Chan versus the Japanese captain on the showdown on top of the sub. It's a much better film, I think. I absolutely agree. <laughs> You sure you don't want to turn it into Speed Two? <laughs> you can go oh, right close, to close to Speed Two. It can't be as as trying to be serious as Speed Two. So you know it's got to be. It's got to be. God, it's just a computer. The one that I would swap just because this actor is is already well known for maritime. Films. Um, he was in Hunt for Red October, and that's Sean Connery in the place of yes. the cage. Oh, yeah, you could talk about sharks. All of the shrimp, man. The shark horror. You're the shark now, dog. We seem to be shinking. You never say that as if you meant it. Sure, lads, we've only got spam. We've got no goulash today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the spam? The spam, of course. The spam. About the spam. Spam. Little, little you know, chunks of spam you, that we It's like a If you import the whole cast, you get you get uh, Tim Curry and fucking Sam Neill. That's pretty bitching. Yeah, yeah. That would be a pretty good film. also have a yeah, yeah. Lambert walking on the this bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> what can't you while he's in the raft, yeah. I like yeah. your place, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that'll be my only recast. Just more okay. for the for the vocal awesome qualities. Good enough. Good enough. I like it. <laughs> Anybody else? Sam, did you get one? I, I didn't. I didn't pre-think of one. No, but um, if you replaced all the sharks with the the cast of the Little Mermaid, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all they're all shit in the pants, and like, oh my god, we're gonna die. And then Sebastian Water comes up, and the guy gets yeah. him to death with the oar. It's like, what are you doing? You're ringing yeah. the dinner bell. Yeah. <laughs> Pops on Sebastian is... singing under the sea. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Much better. That is oh, fantastic. Up comes Ariel with a freaking mine. <laughs> I collected this boom ball. Oh my God. That is fantastic because that's a, a great little lead into mine because I almost went, um, uh, uh, actually, I almost went with Ariel. But okay, for my director writer, I have Gary Truesdale uh, from Disney. And uh, Captain McVeigh is played by John Malkovich. The sailors oh. are all played by James Adomian. And the sharks are played by Ron Funches, who did uh, King Shark in, uh, in uh, 
DC's Harley, the the cartoon Harley Quinn, and oh, it's fucking amazing. But um, and then I have a stowaway girl who I guess will be Clara, and she's going to be played by Zendaya, and it's going to be a musical cartoon with uh, lovely musical numbers like uh, 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 Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> like, Again, sharks are coming to get us. <laughs> and, and I just it's eating it. my ass. It's eating my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's eating my ass. Oh, no. Well, you know, I mean, there are numerous soundtrack improvements that could already be made. For example, putting sticks on the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sailing away. Said no been called. All the sharks. I think the common would be better. Yeah. Oh shit! Man. No, the you can put Grand Railroad on there, closer to home. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to make that now. <laughs> it's quite funny that you mentioned uh, John Malkovich because I said that to Sam and Adam earlier. I said <laughs> it was John Malkovich. <laughs> Oh, and the ship is just sinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a memoir. Yeah. Well, I like Ron Funches being the sharks because then he could be like, oh, am I going to get you? I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a little nibble. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. Animal town. <laughs> we could have uh, Bruce from Finding Nemo. Yeah, yeah the I was <laughs> you boys are a bit uh, lost from home, aren't you? I can't do the accent, so I'm not going to try it. Fish are friends, not food. Seamen doesn't count, though. They're not fish. They are definitely food. <laughs> Seamen is food. Seamen is life. Seamen is food, everybody. <laughs> oh, dear. And so is Steel Reserve High Gravity. <laughs> Were any of you able to find any cagey wisdom in all of this shit? Yeah, I got some wisdom. Fuck boats. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the Navy, learn to swim. Might <laughs> <laughs> <Mine> help. <laughs> I forgot about that. What a woke tragedy. Trip. We're on a boat, but we can't swim. All the humanity. <laughs> water, water everywhere and something, something. We'll save the pigeon till all the rations have run out. <laughs> Everyone's staring That's what at happened to it, board. isn't it? That's exactly what happened to that <laughs> pigeon. Fuck. Yes. He only gets so much squab off of one, man. <laughs> We're going to put the pigeon so underwater. Don't let us know when a shark is by. <laughs> <laughs> if the pigeon's dead when we bring it up, there's a shark. Is it sinking? No, he's going down to check. <laughs> Can we just pretend that they opened the cage and the pigeon flew away and everything That was the only character I connected with in the entire yeah. film. He had the best dialogue to be the misidentified pigeon. expression is a perfect mirror for the audience where it just sort of darts around looking like What's going on right now? I have no conception of this. Why is the this entire thing over? was from pigeon vision from then on. It was just flying around watching it. And we just got a pigeon's eye view on the entire situation. That must explain why everything's so oversaturated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
this explains everything. Why I always <laughs> felt like I didn't fit in before. <laughs> I'm a pigeon. <laughs> they, 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 couldn't, they couldn't go with like literary symbolism. Like it turns out he's got an albatross in that little cage. What if bringing this full circle with cage cast, what if, the pigeon was in trouble and Nick Cage saw it and then screams out birdie and then transforms himself <laughs> into a human sized bird and <laughs> saves the pigeon and then flies <laughs> off forgetting everyone else he was with because he remembered his life of wanting to be a bird. <laughs> I always wanted to make a film where I was a bird. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just never had the opportunity. love. be a bird. Man of cowardice. <laughs> what, a, what a silly film I had a good idea of what movie we were covering I too did my duty but as a woman I find no honor in it <laughs> if we were in Japan you would not be called on to testify for this <laughs> for this movie i guess it's forget the fact that we taste horrible to sharks and that after they bite us they generally let us go because like oh dear me i don't like this at all and then they just kind of let me go for another bite though just to make sure i ordered this human well done and it's clearly wrong <laughs> send it back oh, carrying sharks they keep trying to send the sailors back <laughs> You call this tender? <laughs> you call yourself a school? <laughs> no, not myself, no. <laughs> Miss May Captain I speak to Bay, your if king? that is your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I drank all my beer. <laughs> you win. <laughs> so, uh, was there any other wisdom to be found in this, this heap of shit? Uh, Changed my life. To not change my life. Just write the title page of the script and go, you know what, guys? We'll leave this to the professionals and, and let them do documentaries about it. We're not going to do this film. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then go on to me. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger raft. <laughs> it's, it's, it's We're going to need some life. bottoms to these rafts. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't shoot the whole thing at like sea level, you know, with the wave, the wave like lapping over the edge of the camera. That way, it would look less boring, and you'd feel more like you were trapped in the sea instead of in a shitty movie. Uh, you're very aware you're trapped in a shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all different. Like, I stole your ring. I'm so sorry. You married your See that guy. pregnant girlfriend. Ah! That that dude could totally have been played by Rick Moranis. It was right? missing yes. Rick Moranis. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I've been wearing your cockroach. Eddie Deason is in this, you know, like Eddie Deason and Arnold's thing. It's like, we certainly are 1940 sewers. Yeah, we sure are. (laughs) (laughs) The whole film is a very emotional experience. It's, uh, you know, it's it's taught me to love myself a lot more. It's taught me that in a world, if everybody's telling you that you're a pigeon and just one person (laughs) thinks you're a dove, (laughs) then you you can can be a dove. 
If you want to be a dolphin, <laughs> be a dolphin. Right. I'm a beautiful Thank butterfly. You, Thank I'm you, still Nicholas. standing. Thank you. I'm still strong. Yeah. <laughs> be the best dove you can be. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, All so you much. need is dove. So the soundtrack <laughs> should have been done by madness. <laughs> all soundtracks should be done by madness there's a shack at the bottom of the torpedo on the wings of a pigeon it's madness welcome to the house of sharks sharks now it's bit my leg welcome to the sharks den now it's bit my other one <laughs> I'm leaning all over the boat, and more sharks are coming my way. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm going to stick this pen in my ass. Ouch! Oh, this is a better soundtrack. <laughs> Where Cage gets pulled off the bed into the ocean. It's like Deliverance. This is a good movie. Cage gets pulled off and then there's semen everywhere. Did you say? <laughs> he ends up in the ocean wrestling with semen. <laughs> his wife says, again! Things are I guess this is the time where I say please, please <laughs> follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and check out our stuff on YouTube uh, with that awesome Adrian art and our stills, which you can also see at uh, cageskiss.com forward slash listen. Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cageskiss. And, you know, you can give us money for good things like, you know, uh, meth. So we can, we can support our meth habits. So you don't have to pay for this film and we can buy meth instead. <laughs> and just like Tom Sizemore, we'll leak our amateur sex tapes. Yeah. <laughs> Eating ass. <laughs> Eating ass and putting pens in rectal areas. Rectals? Rectals. <laughs> What's a rectal? You could do a pen or you could do a ladle handle like in Gozu. <laughs> I'm not up to that level yet. I'm still on the You're still on the little stylus that comes with the phone. Yeah, he, he doesn't have the a, elasticity down there at the moment for that. He's working okay. as, a help, as a help and safety message. I would advise to remove the lid prior to insertion. <laughs> <laughs> the lid doesn't always, and then and then if you let off a bit of gas or wind, or if you fart, it has a little whistle to it, and then it you pops say out. You say you get collapsed right now. We'd see like an inverted signature on there. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> That's my rectal right? signature. <laughs> Stamp of approval. I guess we should also say that uh, congratulations to our damn selves because we are the number one uh, podcast on Podchaser in TV and film. So go on. <laughs> even happen? Go you. Well, um, your listeners, this, this is a rare one because I'm wasted again. So I'm just going to reissue our challenge. Show oh, us your. Un- yes. You need to link us to, to to those things you believe to be unwatchable, and we, with our asses of steel, will endure and report back. <laughs> Especially if you made those things yourself. Yeah, yeah. Show us, show us your things. We watched Poop Fighter. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I've just got to say, you can't say show us your things when Benson's around. Yeah. Not <laughs> you're lucky you're not on camera right now. Yeah. 
I've already That's taken a picture. <laughs> <laughs> On Broomflix, we ask for uh, people's uh, kitten pictures, so we say, "Show us your kitties." <laughs> um, so, I mean, we would have, you know, we would have um also if you can um no fuck it this isn't going to be out in time but we are also up for nomination for the podcast awards so um love (laughs) like magic the magic of love (laughs) i really seriously can't feel my face right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, check out my other show, Bedknobs and Broomflicks. That's B-R-O-O-M-F-L-I-C-K-S. We've got licks at the end. And uh, check <laughs> me out in Dispatches of Disassociation as Lila. Uh, Adrian, can you tell people where they can find you? Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I, I, I have a strong deviant art presence. So I'm Leo the Fox on the other, lowercase L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all one word, all run together. And my Patreon is under the same thing, where that's where my super secret artworks go. You need to go on there and give me a dollar so you can look at them. Mm. So there. Uh, Donnie? Right. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter as Unreal Goals and the same on Instagram. You can also find me as the Boy Who Blew over on Pornhub. Please don't follow me or look at my history. It's not my <laughs> thing to do. I also, when Adrian is finished with my amazing art, which he will be paid for in doubloons we'll have my wisdom in the bottle podcast where i just rant about things for about two and a half three hours depending on how drunk i get yay smooth like butter beautiful and where can uh, the people find you guys some do your thing well yeah Yeah, tell us about about your show yeah we're killer rabbit thanks to your old great thank you to cage's kiss for having us on um, I realized the other day that you were one of the first podcasts that we ever followed on Twitter. So we've been internet buddies ever since, and now we're sort of vocal buddies and real buddies. So vocal thanks. Buddy. <laughs> vocal buddies. So, honestly, oh, thank, thank you for having us on and for making us watch this terrible film. We hate <laughs> thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah. But yeah, we're thanks for being it. on and up in our quality. It's. Um, it's it's very different to this podcast. It's uh, kind of like an alternative news podcast. We go and seek out the craziest stories from around the world. Um, interspersed throughout there, we have games, we've got quizzes, we have featured artists, so we like to bring local music to you as well. Um, and largely, we just shout at each other and take the piss out of each other a lot. And that's basically us. So you can find Taking us. The piss. Yes. <laughs> you can find us everywhere Twitter, Facebook, Instagram.com forward slash killer rabbit pod or email us at killerrabbitpodcast at gmail.com. We have got a link tree. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Come and give us a listen. Don't listen to the first episode. <laughs> Join in a bit later on, maybe, when we got good. When we got good. When we got good, yeah. About our first episode either. <laughs> about episode six. About episode six is where we found our feet. But yeah, come and give us a listen. And as um, Cage, Cage's kids have said to you, Go give them some ratings because they're awesome. So, yeah. yeah. That's us. And, yeah, listeners, uh, I I actually asked them to be on because, you know, we, we fucking love them. And their show is goddamn hilarious. Just check it out. Do yourselves a favor. Check it out. It's, it's fucking amazing. Thank so, you. Uh, yeah. You guys. <laughs> 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 that 
was worth watching yeah. that film just for that. <laughs> yeah. I remember and listening to uh, the first episode for me of, of your guys' show, and I remember thinking, fuck, we got to up our game, like, real bad. <laughs> like, like oh, we have oh, friends oh, that are legit. <laughs> these men from the England, this is why you punish us? I see how you are now. <laughs> <laughs> Are we the, are we the first Yorkshire folk you've had on the podcast from Yorkshire? I'm guessing you've not had anyone on from Yorkshire before. People don't know what Yorkshire is, Sam. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I failed geography. I went to public school. England has different parts. They don't all talk the same. No, yeah, we're all a bunch of Californians who are in Washington State, if yeah. that helps anything. If it's preferable, I mean, we can, we can, uh, well, it's kind of the end of the episode now, so there's, we can put there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> That's where the pudding's from. <laughs> Yorkshire is where the pudding is from. That's all you That is exactly where it is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, you guys will be hearing from us next week when we cover Army of One. Which you can wow. rent or buy in the usual streaming places. I have no oh, idea what no. I'm in for there. I've never seen that before. Cats and torpedoes. It's the niche of Nick Cage now. At least it's not yeah. based on that Army of Two video game. I heard that was the most ridiculous thing ever. It's not bad, but it goes on a little long. But uh, huh. as you shall see next week. <laughs> and... Um, until then, I, I, I just want to thank you guys again for joining us. It, no, you're thank awesome. You. Thank you. And it's nice um, to get out of the house every now and again. Ben said you're in the house. You're in the house. miles. Ben said where are you right now? We're not all in the same room right now. What am I seeing? No, we're not. These people are coming closer to me. Who are they? No angels. No angels. God, please. I don't want to die. You guys, this was a great experience because we have learned to forgive each other as former adversaries. Perhaps one day we can forgive ourselves as podcasters. Oh, funny she was. I could eat a peach for hours. Please. <laughs>